podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Rashford, he's in here. He scores! Marcus Rashford takes yet another step up the ladder. And it's a lad from Manchester who scores. What Thank you. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad might bang you. Only chance in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Thank you. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad might bang you. Only chance in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Live. Okay, welcome to another episode of Moga. The day after the big game against Liverpool, and we got a, a, a new cast, a diverse cast with us. After a long time abroad in Ghana, he's back with us, flying out in a <laughs> pandemic, risking COVID for us and these people. We've got Stevie, what's going on, my guy? Yeah, man, Aquaba. No, giving them, ah, them ah, 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 ah. Hey, teach us, man. Teach us. We we need to learn. I know I'm not by here, but I'm not here by choice. You know, I had to get my flat back over. I would have stayed if I didn't lose my phone. I'm not even gonna lie. I would have stayed, like, the whole of January, but yeah, we're back. You no, know, come back and suffer with us, man. We're, we're, <laughs> we want you to be here with us. Uh, man. It's we, miserable out here, man. Yeah, come and suffer, man. Come and suffer. This side is in the UK. Rodney, it's been a minute, fam. It's been a minute. What's going on? Bro, it's been a hot man. I don't even know the last pod that I've been on, man. But I'm back. You're back. You're and back I'm here, ready to back go. Back with your outrageous takes and your. Come on. You had to poke, poke a few people. Okay, and last but not least, Manla Aka. You've been consistent the last few weeks. Yeah, I'm doing my best Harry Maguire impression. Just That's getting it. my minutes in. Did you prepare that one earlier? No, 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 he's had that all day. Off the cuff, all day. Harry Maguire, off the cuff, off the cuff. Just like Harry Maguire, off the cuff. So before we get into it, we're going to plug our partners. Obviously, you guys should already know about our partners, Fanslide, the in-play app. I don't know, did you guys play yesterday during the Liverpool game? Stevie, who did you... Who was yeah, your player yesterday? You know, I backed Bruno to the death, innit? So, yeah, tell him, man. He had, he had a shocking first half, mm. and he had a shocking second half too. So, to be honest, it didn't matter which 20 minutes you picked him in for, you were always going to lose. But I thought <laughs> I thought he might sneak in with a goal 75 to 90th minute because I know, I think we scored the most goals in the mm. 90th minute from any other Premier, um, compared to any other Premier League right. side. Um, so I was hoping he might come. He might come good in the last fifteen, last twenty. He didn't. 
So, yeah, so that's I did you very well. He had that chance. He could have buried it. That could have got you some points, man. Aka, who did you, who did you, who was your main player yesterday? Who was you kind of betting on yesterday I, with fans like? I had a feeling Martial was going to score yesterday, but I knew he'd be the first person off. So I went with him just after half time and he flopped. Sticky. Is what it is. We move. Cavani, yeah, Cavani came on for him in the 60th minute. So if you yeah. guys aren't aware, Fanslide, our partner app, man, it's an in-play app, free to use, free to download. It's an opportunity. If you think you're that master tactician, get involved. A chance to win, a share of £100 if you get the most points. Play against other people online. Play against your friends. Play against us. Compete with us. So get involved. And also, um, another thing to plug is our YouTube. We've got a YouTube up. You'll see that we've got some post-game reactions on there. So get involved in that and and subscribe to that. The visuals for this pod will be on there in a couple of days. But without further ado, let's get into yesterday's game, man. And Stevie, I'm going to give you the first opportunity to talk because you haven't been on here in a little while. What did you think about our nil-nil draw of Liverpool? Yeah, it was that that match was ass, man. That was, <laughs> you know, you know what's mad, yeah? Every year on Sky Sports, yeah, they must spend millions gassing up this game. Mm. For a week, two week, all I was seeing was articles. I even got gassed. I was on Twitter watching compilations mm. for like ten minutes long, um, at like two a.m. in the night, like proper pump for this match. And then it come about, and of course, like it's a nil nil ball draw. Like that was a terrible match of football. Um, I mean, the result on the face of it, it's not a bad result. I mean, Anfield mm. away drawing into the champions it's progress isn't it like this time last year we probably wouldn't have got that result so we can see we've moved forward but I think one thing that's probably frustrated a few United fans is that we keep we're we're like the maybe um, almost team at the minute Mm. so in all the semi-finals we've played in we haven't had the enough quality to sort of get over the line yesterday was another game where Really, if you want to be champions, those are the games. I know it's a difficult one, but those are the games you really want to be pushing on and getting that win. And again, just about, I think we showed that we've got quality, but championship level quality to win the title, I still think there's a gap there and there's a bit missing. So um, it was bittersweet, I think. Um, Decent performance overall, but I thought we could have showed a bit more initiative towards the end. On another day, maybe Pogba... Bruno would have finished their chances and we mm. complaining. So, yeah, man. On the it, like if I look at it, um, on the face of it, it's it's not a bad result, and I can't be too mad. But yeah, tinge of disappointment, man. It's, but Rodney, isn't it a good thing to leave Anfield disappointed that we haven't taken all three points? That's progress for Man United, right? Yeah, well, recently it's definitely progress to leave um, Anfield feeling disappointed with only a point. I think last season we lost there two 0 and we weren't really in the game at all. Mm. So yeah, it's it's, it's result wise, as long as we beat Fulham, a point at, at that point is a good point. If we don't really beat Fulham, then it's kind of two points dropped, especially with the chances uh, Bruno and um, Pogba had late on. Mm. I, I, just, it's, I think it's the Pogba chance and the Bruno chance that is leaving most of us so disappointed. Because had we not have had those chances, I think I would have wiped my forehead and said, phew, we've come away with a point. But mm. later on, the, those chances there, you just feel like those are the ones that keep you up at night because you feel that goes in, we're six points clear, we've beaten Liverpool at, at Anfield, we've ended their run, 
the trajectory for us then is so it's only up. We can only get better now, and then we're looking at the Fulham game. Like, yeah, we're definitely we're definitely going to win that, or it doesn't really it doesn't really play, play a big part. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I feel that. So it's definitely progress because I think last time we were we were thirty points behind and now we're top of it three points clear. So it's definitely progress. Let me not be too down on the down on the result. It's definitely progress for sure. But Aka, this is this was Liverpool without Van Dijk, without Joe Gomez, having Henderson and Fabinho playing centre back. Should we have taken all three points? Well, yeah, well, the, the way the match went, like Rodney said, we, we can be upset. We should have won the game, I thought. Um, Liverpool showed us a lot of respect, so I think that's progress on our side. Like last year, they just dusted the side. They put us away, 2-0. They were, what, what, whatever, 104 points clear last year. And, you know, they got, you know, well clear of us. This year, Klopp showed us respect throughout the whole 90 minutes. He knew about our threat. And I think Klopp was happy with the point. The issue for me is I think we showed them a lot of respect. Yes, they are champions. Yes, they have been great last two, three years. But you're not going to get a better chance to win at Anfield, personally, because they've got a couple of key injuries and there's no fans. You know, we're underestimating. When do we go to Anfield without fans? That place is rocking when United roll into town. And the Mm. fans are on our necks from the first minute. Yesterday, that element was taken away. And you can see the Liverpool players were nervous and they were cagey. And normally, your fans get you through these kind of games. But last night, they had no fans to get them through the game. So we won't get a better chance for me, personally, to beat a Klopp side at Anfield, so yes, there is the element of re- regret. But I suppose you need to have a you know vision of the bigger picture. Clear progress is being made, but yeah, it's it's two points dropped. Two points dropped. Two points dropped. Yeah, especially that Paul Pogba chance. I think I personally the Bruno one. You you'd like him to do better, but Bruno was having a stink fest, and usually he has that mentality where he puts those chances. He'll just bang it in. You're thinking, how have you really done this? You're doing a two out of ten. But somehow you banged this in. But the Pogba one, that's the one where I'm like, come on, LaBille. Yeah, come on, LaBille. You know come why on. it's so disappointing? His first touch was so good that he could have picked any corner. Ooh. He's it's literally, Alisson yeah. hasn't had to save that. It's literally hit Alisson. And I feel like, like this match... Is like it was supposed to be, it was billed as the crescendo of his United career. Like if he scores that, Mad thing, like that was mm. his moment. Like it was literally set up for him, and he mm. hit the keeper. Man, it's so so disappointing. But I mean, he didn't play badly. But yeah, just like personal disappointment for him. This must be mad for that. No, no of course, of course. Because obviously, you got the win against Burnley, and as you say, if he gets the winner away to Liverpool, takes us clear, then it's almost like the the, the performances of the past where he's been below par. You almost you start forgetting them. You start forgiving mm. him, don't you? Yeah. He he played. He played on the right wing and then on the left wing. How do you think? What do you think about how we set up yesterday, Rodney? What did you think about our set up, the the formation and the personnel? The formation is it's a, the formation. It was either that or three or three at the back. So I'm I'm going to happy say I'm happy with the four two three one because we're not going to go anything else other than those two. I thought. I wasn't, you know what? I don't think Oli played the team that was in front of him. I think he played the reputation because. I don't understand the need to play McFred in that game. I think he could have been a bit more braver, if I'm honest with you. Liverpool have got mm. injuries; they're not in the best moment. I think he, I think he sort of played their reputation there by going with McFred, and then, and it kind of showed in the game. I said, it's just if there's, I think he's going on how they performed last season in big games, McFred, because when we played them last season, I think we went 
what did we do? We beat Liverpool 1 0. Then we, we beat Liverpool. Chelsea 2 1. No, well, we drew with Liverpool 1 1, sorry. Then yeah, at home, Chelsea, yeah. yeah. Yeah, then we beat Chelsea 2 1 away. We beat Spurs 2 1 at home. Then mm. City, what's that? 2 1 away. And then we drew with Spurs 1 1 towards the end of the season. So mm. our record with McFred last season was really good. But I think this season, the games, big games are just a little bit different in the sense that teams are showing us respect now. So there's mm. not that space for McFred to do what they need to do because they do need time and they do need space. And where that's not avail where that's not available now, I just think it's they're they're rendered useless. And we saw that in the game. And when the space opened up late on, you started seeing Fred and McTominay getting into the game because there was more space. Liverpool were tiring and there wasn't that press there. So mm. I think he needs to be a bit more braver. For me, he had to go with Matic and Pogba in the um, middle. And then, and then go with whoever in the front three. You need as much technical ability across the uh, midfield as you can. Because as you show with Liverpool, they have technical mm. ability everywhere. They have it all the time. Mm. Who do they play in midfield? Um, who was it? Thiago, Thiago Genie, Wijnaldum, Genie, yeah. Wijnaldum, and um, Shakiri. Mm. Like that, like that technical ability there. It's not even close. Yeah. Like I think it was we were talking about it in the group chat. If you laid all six of those midfielders. Down like R three is the bottom three. Oh, so, facts. By by some distance, and I think when you go into games against clubs, you need high quality technical players. And I feel like you could have gone with Matic and Pogba, just been a, a little bit more braver. But I guess you're going to Anfield. But uh, I'm I'm trying not to be too critical of him because he's doing as much as he can for the manager. I feel he is. Mm. So I'm trying I'm trying not to be too critical. But I thought we could have been a bit more positive, and the way the game panned out. I suppose he can say, well, in the last 10-15 minutes, we had chances to win that game, but we could have been out of it in the first 35. So, there was a lot of pressure on us in the first 35. Yeah, go on, go off. No, I was going to say, I, I hear you, Rodney. Like, I, I agree largely with it, but then also on the flip side, it, it is the champions. It is away at Anfield where they haven't lost in yeah. like, Lord knows how long. So I know everyone... like hates McFred and we all know their limitations but I think because he's tried and trusted with them and I don't mean trusted in terms of we always win games when we play them but we don't really lose when we play them two together so I wasn't angry at him starting with them I just think he probably should have brought on Van der Beek or Matic earlier on in the second half where we saw the game was up there for, to be taken, to be won. And he probably should have kept Martial on. He was keeping the ball better than any of our other forwards. And maybe I think that's where like a big manager might have just taken Bruno off earlier and seen that like this game is, is not his. But I'm not mad at him for, for, for his starting lineup. I'm not mad at him for keeping Bruno on either. But I just thought we could have thrown more at the kitchen sink towards the end of the game. Because yeah. that's the thing. Because obviously... Um, before uh, it was Pat, Pat, uh, Matic and Pogba were the thing before before after lockdown uh, back in the last season that was the pivot it was Pat it was right. I don't know why I'm calling Patic but Pogba and Matic were the pivot and then you had Greenwood uh, Rashford uh, Martial as a three above and then Bruno in the ten and that was the winning formula that was the formula yeah. then obviously Spurs come into town Jose Mourinho comes into town. Gives us a 6-1. He's lost all faith in it. He plays. He will play Pat, uh, Matic and Pogba against Sheffield United. But big games, he's fearful. Do you think, Akka, do you think that 
he should have stuck to Matt Fred. We talk a lot about Matt Fred. Or do you think, as Rodney said, the different personnel on Liverpool meant that we could be a bit more expansive and go for uh, Patic, as I'm going to call them now? I call him Pogmatic, but yeah. Pogmatic, I like that. Let's go Pogmatic. That sounds legit. For me, I think Fred McFred were always going to play. And mm. if you look at their record this year, obviously we had the 6-1 where he went with Pogmatic and we got slapped. And that's really that left a scar on the team and all his management. So he's always been a bit more fearful of the top six sides. So since then, we've played Chelsea, Arsenal, Man City, Liverpool. We've conceded one goal from a penalty in the four games. So he, that's his tried and tested way. But we've, I know we've not won saying, any, though. We've know, not won any he, of those games. It seems like his mentality is we'll just take a point, smash up the smaller teams, and that should be enough. So if you smash up the, four, the 13, 14 smaller teams and take your points on the road, at home, I think we should be more expansive. Anfield, I 100% get it. But then again, like I said, there was no fans, so there, was, there wasn't that element there. So I think he could have been more expansive, but he's going to trust McFred because more times than not, they've kept a clean sheet in the big games this year. And you can see his aim was just not to lose and take a point and keep the momentum going. Um, my issue with McFred is, like I said, we're not scoring enough when they're playing. Uh, I think with time, that will come. Maybe with a, Jan- a January signing or a signing in the summer window, you know, that's the next piece in the jigsaw, having someone like... Like they had Thiago pulling the strings for them in the first 30. If we get that player of that calibre, we can then play a more expensive version of football. Um, but McFred did their job, I suppose, because they've kept a clean sheet. That's what they're in the team for. It is frustrating because the game was, like I said, there for the taking when you look back at it. Looking at our record, obviously, I think against the top six this season, was it three points in the in the games we played against them? Whereas it's pathetic. It's not good enough. It's not good enough, especially as I was reading today. The minimum in the last 10 seasons that you need against the big six to be champions is 16 points. The absolute minimum. I think yeah. this season is an anomaly, though, because I, I think the points tally to win the Prem this season is going to be pretty low. Like, the bar is pretty low. But I think I think... I think our poor start has impacted the way Oli is approaching these games because the thing is, a lot of these games we've played against the top six are at home. I think Liverpool and Arsenal, I'm tempted to say, were the only ones. Oh, no, we played Arsenal. No, it's just just Liverpool. Yeah, Liverpool. Yeah, so we've got to go. We've got to go away to all of these teams this side of the year and there's a potential possibility that they're going to have fans as well. So picking up points in those games is going to be tricky um, and it might count, count against us towards the end of the year. But I think just because of the way we started the season, he needed to sort of close up ranks and just shore up our defence and um, and try and get as many bodies in and around um, the centre-backs as possible. But yeah, I'm... Not, I'm... <sighs> It's tough, man. We're not losing these games. We're not winning them either. We're top of the table. Nah. Uh, I'm not. We, can't, we can't keep getting away with drawing games. Yeah. You've, got, you've got to beat your Listen. rebels. You've Listen, bro. Rebels. I can't have this. I can't have this. This is, <laughs> this is, this is shambolic. Guys, let's look. if we actually look at the... We haven't won any games and we've what we've drawn three. Look yeah. at the games we've look at when we met Chelsea. They were in the, they were in a bad moment. Yeah, we should be we should have we should have played the team in front of us. We didn't. We showed them too much respect. We were happy then to we, get that draw. Oli was smiling and shaking Frank's hand. Right. They were both high fiving each other at the end of the game. Right. It's it's ridiculous because Chelsea were in a, in a bad bit of form. We should have went there. Same same when we played City. City weren't in the best of form. I thought that was an opportunity for us to get at City, and we didn't. The problem I have with McFred is that whilst yesterday. 
like potentially give you clean sheets because last season they gave us no clean sheets. Yeah, but this so, year they've given you clean sheets. Yeah, but whilst they're potentially giving you free clean sheets and stuff, it's it's just a season where they get, we're not scoring though so we're getting clean yeah. sheets but there's no goals so what they're giving they're taking away I feel like we still have enough defensively if we play Matic and Pogba where we where they give us more attacking side so what you lose defensively with McFred you still have a bit defensively with Pogba and Matic but you have way more going forward I just don't see how how going into big games with McFred is, is a positive this season like if we need to play teams that are in front of us, we've played the big teams when we've had great opportunities to beat them, and we haven't taken them. The Chelsea and City one, especially, I just that that was really poor. And you can't like one game where you've lost against Jose Mourinho, where you went down to ten men. That that shouldn't really change your thinking. You should be able to set your team up with those two in the middle and be able to say, okay. We lose a bit defensively, so what we're going to do is we're going to tuck Shaw in, or we're going to tuck Aaron Wan-Bissaka in, or we'll put Bailly here, and we'll give certain instructions so that what we lose defensively with McFred, we still gain some, we still gain elsewhere on mm, the pitch with yeah. Matic and Pogba. I don't, I, I don't like this thing where it has, oh, we need to be shut up shot. No, we don't. We need to, we need Oli needs to be that guy that says in big games, all right, cool, we're going to go with Matic and Pogba because they offer so much more than McFred going forward. But this is what we're going to do to negate what they don't offer defensively and mm. bring, bring, bring certain tactics into the game so we can actually go to these big teams and win because do we play yeah. Do you think like Oli has it in his head yeah that like because we're United fans yeah obviously we're top of the table we're, we're, mm. gi- we're bare giddy yeah do you mm. think Oli's just trying to secure us like Champions League and he's not really going <laughs> for that <laughs> I mean, just trying to steady the shit for this season. Because I, I hear what you're saying, yeah, and like as United fans, everyone wants us to do that, but there is the slight possibility that we might just get packed in all of those games. And, and... But that's that's football, bro. Yeah, yeah. That's fact. football. That's nah, football. I think it's progression, like, in the sense, in, in, Ollie's looking at the progression that, like mm. I said, next year when we go out and hopefully buy a DM, yeah. he's going to play a more expensive brand of football. This year, it's going to be McFred. That's, that's just the way it is. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Rodney, like, he's banking on, so he drew with Chelsea, alright, we should have beaten him, I agree, they were there to take him, we should have taken him. But Chelsea been so so whacked, they dropped points after that, so, you know, mm. they, they sorted themselves out. We lost to Arsenal, Arsenal didn't win a game after two, for two months after that, they sorted themselves out. We drew to Man City, should have won that again, Man City dropped points since. I think Ole is actually banking on that we're good enough to beat the other 13 teams in the league, or 14 mm-hmm. teams, Taking points of them, making sure we put them away, home and away, home and away, get the points on the board, and pick up one point here and there, or pick up a win. For this season, that's his aim. I think next season, when he he, does, he doesn't trust Pogba, that's a fact. He's not going to play Pogba in a pivot against a big team again. I, I yeah, yeah, you know, no, yeah, he's, he's, not, not, he's, not, he's not, he's not done that. Yeah, he, if you play, we him, could talk he has about to play him in a wing or he could, he's yeah, not going to shift Bruno, so he's talk, like, yeah. I'm not going to play him in a pivot. I don't, I'm not going to shift Bruno, so he has to play. On either on either wing or you know, so he's playing yeah. him like right wing, right wing like, left wing. Right. So it's it's never going to happen. He doesn't trust Pogba. He's not going to play Pogba in a pivot in a big game. You can take that in writing. So I think for this year he's going to settle on McFred, and then in the summer, depending on our recruitment, is the next phase of of this team's uh, evolution. And you, I think you'll see next year, at least I hope, a more expansive United team in the big games away from home and at home in next season. You'll see that next season. But this year, he doesn't trust that pivot. 
Pogba Matic in big games. It's obvious. Yeah. Yeah, but that's that's down. To, oh gosh, man, I'm just. Uh, when I go into games with McFred, I struggle to see what they actually bring. Like clean sheets, bro. We've like, oh, that is. It's, they're geez. doing one person's job, man. And I, and yeah, I said when we yeah, lost yeah. the city, oh, come on, man. When, I, when we on, lost man. the city, I said I'd rather have one Fernandinho than McFred. I'd rather play with yeah. ten men and Fernandinho than eleven with McFred because they're literally yeah. doing one man's job. The two of them, they 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 come they come like Siamese twins. They come together. It's ridiculous. He can't yeah. play. Why can't he? He doesn't. He can't do Matt Tominate and Pogba. It has to be Matt Fred. They come as a yeah. package. It's ridiculous. There's so many. There's so many different permutations you could do that give you a bit more than Matt Fred. Like you could even go Matic and Fred, which we went with last season, and we got a, we won a few big games with them as well. Mm. So I, I I don't know, man. Matt Fred, they don't offer. They don't offer enough for me to say. All right, other than keep that. They can't. They can't deal with pressure. They can't yeah. deal with the first phase. The centre-backs yeah. have the ball. These guys are missing. They're hiding. They're not showing. Yeah, so they yeah, hit yeah. it long. Rashford, which is to, was offside five times. And obviously, he wasn't all the time from the centre-backs. But he was offside five times because he's trying to run in behind. Just a long ball up top. Where Where is the build-up play? Where yeah, is I the build-up play? And talking of Rashford... I, he started up top yesterday. What did you guys think about that? Obviously, you, you and Marshall swap positions. Open to the floor. I, I just, boy. <laughs> Sometimes I want to criticise Rashford, but he's he's feeding the streets and he's feeding United. <laughs> I can't, I can't really be too mad at him. But there are just times where. I just need more assurance on the ball from him. Um, and there were a couple of times um, yesterday where I saw the ball come into him and it was just like loose touch. He wasn't quite putting it under his control. Um, and I, I just... Uh, like I can't be too mad at him, but I would have liked to have seen more from him yesterday. Martial was the better of the two yesterday. It seems we can't get both of them performing well in one game which is a bit annoying but um, yeah I mean he didn't really show up to be honest but neither did a lot of our players Bruno was was worse so yeah that's okay. true Bruno Bruno had the absolute stinker I think a lot a lot of what I've seen on the TL obviously people trying to talk about his record against top six uh, Bruno oh. specifically and I think obviously with Bruno obviously we know that he loves chaos we know that he's a risk taker but there was too many times he took a risk when we needed to keep the ball. Yesterday. There was one time, yeah, where the ball came into him, yeah, and he just he just booted it on the volley, yeah. Like you know when like the year eleven <laughs> are trying to kick your ball out of the school. And it was, <laughs> it was like, he didn't look anywhere for the man. And I just thought this is bonkers. Like this is so bizarre and I think obviously when we're playing McFred, um, you've got two people who are loose in possession. So you'd hope that in your most creative midfielder, you'd have someone who can keep it on the ground and release um, or relieve pressure um, mm. in various moments in the game for us. And he just did not do that whatsoever yesterday. So I was really disappointed by him. I think he lost possession more times than he he made, yeah. which is which is. Crazy. Very loose yesterday. Very, very brothers, loose. brothers, brothers, brothers. On my mother's life, he was playing against us. I've never <laughs> seen. I've never seen. I 
have never seen a player, a good like a good player at United have such a bad game. Sixty percent pass completion. That That's is shocking. And some of the times he was getting the ball, it's like he didn't even want the ball. It was like. He had to get rid of it in two seconds. He just yeah. like Stevie said, there was one opportunity. No, no one was even close to him, and he just he threw the ball up in the air. Like yeah, I think yeah, he, was, yeah, yeah. I think he, I think he thought, yeah, I'm going to go for the left hand side. There must be someone over there, and the ball just, just the ball just went up in the air. There was yeah, other times did. where he tried. You know what's funny? We played, um, we played our game, and then City played their game. We saw Bruno try an outside of the foot little cross. Oh, embarrassing! Then you go and watch Kevin De Bruyne pull it off. It's just. Oh, yeah, no, that, that hurt. That hurt because yeah, Bruno tried that, it outside of the box thing. Yeah, first, and yeah. you see Kevin De Bruyne do it. It's just, yeah, 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 woo, it just yeah, yeah, it went on yeah. Stones' head, fam. I was like, yeah. unbelievable. This is this yeah, is the but, difference. This is the but, difference. But the what yesterday? This is what I hope Bruno fans or irrational Bruno fans are going to take away from the game when he doesn't score and he doesn't assist. You see how bad his overall game is. He's so like so, like I argue with fans on Twitter all the time. Like what he takes away from the game, he doesn't need to take away to be able to give his assists and his um, goals. You can still be a creative midfielder and mm. be so much better on the ball. You can still be a risk taker and not give away silly possession as he does. I've never seen a creative player who's considered to be so good. People like Erzul, David Silva, and that they don't give the ball away like that. Okay, if you're taking risks where you're trying a dangerous pass, that's fine. Like United have been starving that. No one's gonna, no one's gonna say, "Oh, Bruno shouldn't be doing that." But simple passes, simple options, or he's going for the hard option that's not even on. It's just, it's ridiculous. You can't take so much away from us in big games like that. So even if yesterday, if he scored that, no one will be talking about how bad Bruno was. Mm. And and I feel like. Hopefully, fans will now see that he has to improve on how he takes care of the ball because how how we're gonna be able to challenge for titles when we're going into big games and we have a player who's giving the ball away eighteen times? Like no, you can't do that. No, that's facts. Bruno, yeah, Bruno was very loose with the ball. He wasn't having a good game. Aka, he stayed on to like the eighty eighth, eighty ninth minute when Mason Greenwood came on. Would you have taken on? Would you have taken him off earlier? And who for? I, I would have taken him off earlier. I thought Martial could feel harsh done by coming off first. When I don't like, I think Stevie said he was for me. Martial was was one of the better attackers yesterday. He was actually doing some completing dribbles, holding the ball, trying to look for a teammate. Rashford and Bruno were for me very very poor yesterday. And when you play a team of Liverpool's caliber, you know if you want to play that ball over the top or the ball in behind, your pass, touch, and finish has to be on point. Especially with you got Allison in there. He's so good off his line, Allison, that even if you beat the offside trap, Allison's going to be there. So everything has to be on point. And we tried it about eight, nine, ten times, and not once was anything on point. The passes were overhit, the touches were sloppy when they got through, and we didn't even get close to any good finishes. So for me, I would have taken Bruce off about 15 minutes earlier and given Mason a little run out. Because Mason mm. does have composure, he does have that, you know, that bit in the final third where. Let's just say Pogba's chance or Bruno's chance falling to Mason. I'm putting my house on Mason to score that goal. Mm. Uh, I think Bruno was so poor. Even, even in his current form? Yeah, well, I think he, he was, he's more likely to score than Bruno and Pogba were because they were that bad yesterday. Bruno and uh, Rash, sorry. And I just think Bruno had such a bad 75 minutes and he looks he, he's looked tired the last couple of games. Against Burnley, he was a bit anonymous for me as well. He mm. looks tired, looks jaded. You've had your 70 minutes, brother. 
come off the pitch now. You've had your go. I don't know why he was complaining about I need one more one more misplaced pass or one more minute. He should have been off long long before that. Um, so well, I think I th- he should have th- come th- off. I think you were saying that um, whoever was down injured is on one leg. Oh, yeah. I thought he was saying one more misplaced pass. <laughs> <laughs> Give me another chance. <laughs> one more, one more time. One more. Uh, you, you know what was funny that like, around that moment, like um, Genie was moaning at him to come off that cover. Yeah, Genie went off. Genie went off. You know, what? I was so I was so childish because I found that I was laughing. I so found it hilarious as well. Genie was like, come off, and then like his number got called. He was so embarrassed walking up the <laughs> pitch. If, <he> <laughs> if you could see his face. Oh, my God. That was so... And he, he didn't run off either. He, he, he walked off. off. He's a muppet. He's a muppet, fam. <laughs> he knew. He knew. He knew he'd been caught out. <laughs> right, shout out um, Shaw yesterday, though. That might be the best game I've ever seen him play for us. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lucas Shaw. Yeah. Right. He padlocked Salah and he still got forward. Like, And he was probably our biggest attacking threat yesterday. So. He, he, always played amazing. he played amazing. I, I'll say one thing about Shaw. Like, after about an hour, I just knew Salah was not going to beat him. I knew it's a wrap. I think one time Salah was in. And it was on a counter, and Shaw just matched him yard for yard, you know, through the pace. And at that point, I thought Salah is not going to beat him if we play if we play two games today. That's how good yeah. Shaw was. Anytime the ball went to Salah, I was like, that's <laughs> it. Shaw's got it on lock. We're not getting beat on yeah. that side. No one, you know, that's it. We're safe. Even Wan Bissaka had a good game for me. I thought yeah, Wan Bissaka yeah. and Shaw should have had assists. It should have been two 0 and they both should have had assists. And that would have been ironic because everyone goes on about Trent and Robertson. But yeah. our fullbacks yesterday played much better than their fullbacks. That's it. That's it. Aka, you speaking yeah. facts? That is a hundred percent facts. facts. The we that Mane, Salah, Firmino, quiet. quiet. Yeah. They switched sides as well. They switched sides yeah. to yeah. try and get to try and get change out of short, and there was no change. There was nothing. Nobody nothing. Even got their fullbacks. Nothing. Their, their, like, every time Trent got the ball, he was just shitting himself. He was just, he was doing what yeah. Bruno was doing, picking the ball away yeah. or just putting it yeah. out of play. Like he was he was on edge yesterday, Trent. Robertson was a bit better, but I thought our fullbacks. Even Wan Bissaka, you see, he's dribbling. He was a lot braver yesterday. He was pushing on with the ball. He should do that more often. He should back himself, and he should have got an assist for the Pogba goal. No, no, he should. He should, definitely should have got an assist. He definitely should have got an assist. Yeah, and definitely, it's te- man. It's a testament to uh, the centre backs or the defence, I should say, playing well. And oh, really um, good. Oh yeah, really good. Obviously, there was a lot of talk before the match, myself included, about should Bailly have started. Uh, but Lindelof came in and he looked assured. We kind of limited them to long-range shots. They had 17 shots, but only three were on target. Where we only we had eight shots and four of ours were on target. So yeah, uh, so really showed we were more threatening on their goal. And I guess we definitely had the two uh, best chances. So disappointing, and it's good to feel that we are disappointed because last yeah, year definitely. we were in the game, man. Last year we yeah. just went to Anfield. We just hoped we were not smacked we got, up too much. We got- Brush, bro. We got brush yeah. last year. So we got brush last. Year. Shout out Lindelof though, because obviously uh, the every fan was like, "Where's yeah, my?" Tio went it? mad. And and I think we kind of forget that actually Lindelof's been in good form this season. He's not been he's not been bad. So I think that just that was just him this season. That was another mm. good performance from him. Another solid performance from him. Another solid performance from Maguire. Even I think David de Gea didn't really have much to do, and when he did, he did well. I see. Yeah, it was just it was like two parts to our game. Like the defense, 
and then they attack. Like it's normally it's the attack at some point and the defense that isn't. Yesterday mm. it was reversed. It's that everything we're doing that like, we can't bring it together from the manager to players' games to attack and defense. It's like it's either one or the other. It's the transitions so, aren't good, and I blame yeah. our DMs for the lack of transition. That's yeah, like, that's it's, lack, it's just a lack of transition. But a game where the transitions may not be so important is Wednesday night. We've got uh, Fulham who are sort of fighting relegation, who got a good point uh, at Tottenham. Uh, was it last week they got a good point at, at Tottenham? Yeah. But how, what, what are we feeling for that? Should we change the team? Should we? What, what kind of scores are you looking for? Stevie, what, what are you feeling about the Fulham game? Yeah, you know what, yeah? Second week of the season, I said this Fulham team are dreadful. They are going down. But you know what? Shout out Scott Parker, yeah. He is bored. Mm. Brought the team back from the dead. He's dropped a couple of players. They got in um, a few new defenders as well, and they look much more resolute. They look much more of a of a unit of a team, and they're not an easy team to beat. Yeah, they got the um, they got the point against um, Spurs. I think it was eight straight draws for them before um, they lost to Chelsea. Chelsea game. To be honest, when I was watching it. They were still in the game the whole way through and they had 10 men um, for mm. a portion of it. So it's not a gimme by um, by any stretch of the imagination. I would really like to see um, Ole drop Fernandez mm. more, so, more so to give him a rest rather than to punish him for his poor performance. But yeah, to Akib's point, we saw towards the back end of last season that when this guy just plays games on games on games, um, he starts dropping stinkers without the output. Um, so I think it could be a chance to get in Van der Beek there or maybe even an opportunity to play Pogba in the middle and against um, a team like Fulham. That's probably one of the games where him and Matic could be dominating the midfield without too much fear of um, of, of losing the game. So, yes, yeah, one where we need to go and win the game after this draw against Liverpool. Um, I think we've got enough to do it. Um, but we just shouldn't be complacent about it, and we need to we need to rotate our players as well. We definitely need to start using our squad. Uh, there was only two substitutions made in the game yesterday. Cavani came on and Greenwood came on. Uh, players like Van der Beek, as you mentioned, stayed on the bench. Rodney, who who would you want to see in Wednesday's game? How should we rotate the squad, if any? What what, what how would you line up, and what players would you bring in? See, the, the Fulham game, if it was the Fulham before um, before before the new year, I would say play whoever and we're getting three points. <laughs> <laughs> but um, at the moment, like Stevie said, they look a resolute side, man. They're not really conceding many and they've got Chelsea. They played Chelsea and Spurs in those games and they look they look good defensively. Yes, we're better than both going forward, so... I expect us to be able to uh, break down Fulham a lot easier than those teams. But in changes-wise, I would definitely give Bruno a rest and play Van, Van der Beek in the number 10 role, get Matage in the game, give Tellers a game, get Bailly in, because I think Lukeman's going to be an issue. So I would go with Bailly because I think Lindelof struggles against that profile of player. So I would mm. get I would get Bailly in the game. I would probably give, give her a rest to Shaw, definitely. So, yeah, my back four will probably be, I'll go by, Maguire's always going to start. Mm. Aaron Bissaka doesn't really have much cover, so he's going to have to start. And then we'll go Tellez, and then I'll probably go Matic. 
and you can pick whoever he goes alongside, maybe Pogba, because Pogba didn't look comfortable on the right. And I would like to keep Martial on the left after that good performance. Whether this injury, this fake injury or not, is going to play an impact on whether he starts or not. Whether he starts or not, I get Greenwood in there as well, and then um, go Van der Beek, and then up top, I'd probably give. Cavani and just rush Rash, man, because I think Rash also, as well as Bruno, has played a lot of minutes, and we can't really afford for their dips to be too, 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 too bad. So I would give it. I definitely give them a rest because games are coming thick and far. We've got quite a good run in at the moment. I don't think we play anyone big until we meet Arsenal in. They're not big. We've got three games against bottom our sides coming up. Yeah, Fulham, yeah, Sheffield United, and Arsenal. <laughs> Let them my, have it, man. Let them have it. <laughs> my 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 issue is like if you listed ten games, I've, Arsenal would always be an L for me because I just don't. I don't. I never feel confident going into that game. Mm. Ne- recently, the last two seasons, I've never gone into an Arsenal game thinking we're going to smack these man. Ne- mm. As much as I've got, as much as I spin on the up block saying, "Yeah, you man, I did it," I never actually go in thinking, "Yeah, we're going to beat these lot." Yeah. It's, it's been a while, while since I've gone to an Arsenal game and thought, yeah, Arsenal, Arsenal are going to win this one. No, we've not gone too well against them recently. That's what it is. Yeah, we haven't. Big game though. It's a big game coming up because I think we should be beating them this this time, this time around. And you know, it's going to say mm-hmm. a lot about us because, we, like I said, we've been going up playing for nil nils and not really going for the win. But against Arsenal, no excuses. We should yeah, be putting yeah. them away. Oh, we should have put them away in October. So wait, wait. Let, let me ask you versus Arsenal. What are you man saying for the pivot? Let me hear this one then. It's going to be McFred again, man. It's not what I want. No, no, no. No, no, no. I want to see Pogba match. What about you, Steve? Let me hear this one. Yeah, no, no, no. We can't play McFred against us. Arsenal actually, they're bottom half side. Like, if you look at their personnel, I'm not even gassing the team. They are 10 sides better than them. So, we can't be playing McFred in that game, man. He will, though. I haven't got enough of a threat to do so. Yeah, it's a disgrace. You can't play McFred against them, too. Like, obviously, they may have Vossi's face parties coming back into fitness. But even still... Starting today, isn't it? Oh, so he's back to fitness then. Then you want to have... Yeah, we've got to put Pogba and Matic in there. I don't know. I personally think Bruno... Play him against sides in the bottom half and top six <laughs> resting camp. Like, let, let's get the output. Let's get the output in the game where it doesn't really matter if you have a stinker. But against the top six sides, we need to drop this guy. I, I, I watched yesterday's game and that's, he's our talisman. I love the guy, but he can't do... He, he doesn't have the discipline. And I don't think you can coach it out of him. I don't think Oli sits him down and says, fam... On a rule, like just make better decisions, just take it easy, just take a touch and think. I don't think he can do that. I think his game is chaos. So I think yeah. against the top six sides, Bruno on the bench, fam. So you start inverse in yeah. Fulham then? Yeah, no, I'll give him a rest this time. He actually needs to rest on a rule. Like, I think play Matic in the six and have Pogba and Van der Beek in the eight positions. Uh, give Rashford a rest because Rashford and Bruno have been our, our best output players. Pogba stepped up recently, but it's been mainly Rashford and Bruno. And if it's not come through them, we're not really winning the game. So give them to a rest. Mm. They they kind of need it. You can tell on their games that they're just dipping in their form. And give Cavani a run out. Let Martial play on the on the left. Let Greenwood let him come on the right. Uh, Van der Beek and Pogba in the middle. They're technically good players. You've got Matic sweeping up behind them. So the that's that's how I'll start. With huh? Ole. 
with Ole. I can't remember what game it was. It might have been in the Champions League. I can't remember where we rested Bruno and Rashford, and then they had to come on at half time to say to salvage the game for us. Yeah, so I just think um, I just think Ole is just going to start with our strongest team possible and hope that we kill off games early and then try and give them minutes that way. Realistically, I can't see him us being top. I can't see him risking the possibility of like a banana skin. Like I can just mm. see that in Bruno. Are we really saying we can't go to Fulham and win without Bruno Fernandez starting? That is scary. Yeah. We're top of the league. We're top of the league. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's scary. He's got to go. Wow. Listen. Listen. He's got, he's got to sit wow. down for the man. Wow. Um, me. Wow. If I'm the manager, nah, you sit down for that game there. Or, for me, Oli, Oli's got to tell him, yo, listen, sit down for this game because the last game, let me show you a tape of what you did. <laughs> this, this right here. Like, you, know, you know Bruno yeah. would watch the highlights and blame someone else. But the guys, the guys, I'm telling you, he's a selfish. If he scores and assists in a game, then you, man, lost. I won, isn't it? That's, what, that's the type of player he is. As long as he does his thing, he doesn't yeah. care about what other men are doing. I can just tell that that's his game there. He needs to sit down for a game, man, because against Liverpool, that that was so, that was so bad, man. I don't I don't want to see his face. I don't want to see his face. Yeah, no, you know, he stank. He stank and nothing else. Yeah, so. I don't I don't want to see his face. Top six resting this guy. That that may be yeah, the thing. Yeah. Top six rest Bruno. That may be the thing. Rest him, fam. Yeah, rest. Yeah, the thing yeah, is, definitely. the world is, is like his direct replacement is Van der Beek, who's the complete opposite of him. In the sense, if we had Van der Beek on the pitch yesterday, our transitions would be much better. It hold, exactly. He wouldn't lose the ball. Van der Beek doesn't lose the ball. Exactly. And it's just like, I just think that makes it, heightens it even more because Bruno is as sloppy as he is. Van der Beek is that good on the ball? I don't know how you exactly. guys think. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's good, he's good. He holds yeah, the he's ball. He's good, he's good. He's, he's, good. He's, he's, he's got the football brain, the Dutch, the one, and they're playing triangles, not just hoof yeah. ball. He's a big game player as well. I don't think Dutch players have to move the ball. He's got big goals in big games for Ajax in Europe and all sorts. So he should get a chance. I agree with you, man. I think he should get the chance in the top six game. I think Van der Beek could be a way forward. He's playing against Tottenham in Champions League semi-finals and that. Come on. And scoring. I think he's like... I think he doesn't just... I think for the signing, I get for depth-wise, but... Gonna sound weird saying this. I think he's actually too good for the the side that we we are right now. I think technically and the way he sees the game, the way he plays the game, it's just it's not suited to his game. He's he's, he's too he's. I don't know if "too good" is the right word, but how must he feel? I don't think game. I don't think we're like our uh, how advanced our football philosophy is suits how how he plays because I think. Yeah. He, Expecting triangles and movements from players yeah, that exactly, are exactly. not at their level right now. I just exactly. don't know how he can sit in the stands and watch the shit show of Matt Fred, can't pass the ball five yards or getting fumbling under pressure, knowing what he can do. Like I he must be in absolute bits. Like he yeah, must go home definitely. and tell his partner what the fuck is this? This is you see that mess that these players are doing and I can't get a game. I can't even get minutes. That's a criminal for me like again yeah. like it just it just stinks to me of like poor planning and it's like we bought him on availability and budget but really we should have just broken the bank and we definitely could have afforded Grealish for that price if we were looking at Sancho um, we should have just gone for a Grealish and, and just 
put out the cash for him, and we'd, like we'd be in a far better situation. Yeah, I agree. Well, would he, would the, he would have to bench Bruno unless you play Greenish off the left. I think he's I come mean, through as a, a Pogba replacement, Van der Beek. Yeah, I think he's been told uh, that as well. So I think when yeah. Pogba looks like he's going to be off in the summer, Van der Beek's going to fill that void and get him more game time. He's such, a, he's such a different player to Pogba. I, don't, I, I, I mean, don't. it's interesting to see what business we do in the summer and what kind of football we play come, di- come this time next year because I, I, I do think there'll be a massive transition over the summer in our style of play and how we approach games. But I do think oh, he's important. Um, that's mad, place. man. We can't have another transition, man. We're sw- he's that. This is his third season. He's supposed to be nearing the finished article at the moment, man. Yeah, it'll be I interesting that, to see who we get him. Yeah. The, see, for Van der Beek, when I watch him play, I just feel like... it's just I, I judge him on the fact that he's in this United team. He doesn't look dangerous enough, but then I have to remember... He's not used to needing to be so individual in your play. Do you get it? He's used to playing triangles and getting into system. spaces and getting a shot. Yeah, he's used to a system. He's not used to the individuality that you need to play on our side. He doesn't have that 1v1 that Rashford and, well, not so much Martial this season, but Rashford and Martial have and sometimes Greenwood. He doesn't really have that ability to make something from nothing. And I feel like that's what we need in our team. Players who are individual, and players who are good 1v1, that's what we need to get in our team. And because he's Mavericks. not that... You want Mavericks. Yeah, team for the Mavericks. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And because... I... Go on. I was going to say, yeah, I don't know where he fits in if Pogba goes. Because to me, if Pogba goes and we get the defensive midfielder to replace McFred that everyone desperately knows we need, then we need two eights who are... Like really comfortable running up and down the pitch, like got bags of energy, and maybe Bruno. Do that, though. I think I think I think that's what it is. I think we're gonna get a DM in. McFred's gonna get binned, and it's gonna be him and Bruno in you know eight, ten, whatever you wanna call it, and that's what's gonna be going forward next year. You think I'm not so sure. Sorry, what's that? I don't think he's got enough legs for that. I think he could do it. I don't. I mean, uh, he, he's, he's that good a player. He's that gifted. I think he can play in eight, ten, mm. or six. He's that good. But mm. obviously, mm. his preference is ten and further up the pitch. But yeah. I do get the feeling that I think it's going to be that, Steve. I think it's going to be we're going to get a DM. McFred are going to get benched. The DM's going to be good enough just to sit, and then you're going to have Bruno and Van der Beek running up and down on either side. I of reckon. Him. I reckon he's just here if Bruno gets injured. To be honest. Yeah, I don't. I, you know what? I'm not even Maybe. certain that Pogba's going to go. Yeah, I was, really. I Either, was but I'm I'm not at the moment, man. I was reading. Do you think that um, depends on the league, or do you think that's just like? No, I just I just feel like there's not enough out there for him at the moment. And if he wants to go to Juve, we're gonna need we're gonna need a transfer fee. And and Juve at the moment, what are they gonna bring to the table? We don't want none of their players. What are they gonna bring to the table? How much are they they're gonna struggling. give us? They're yeah, struggling. Yeah, struggling. Yeah. We'll demand at least sixty, and plus his 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 wage pack his wage package plus them still paying for Ronaldo. I think he's going to be taking. Jeez, yeah. they are in a mess, fam. Jeez, the Milan clubs are back on top, yeah. yeah what players? Just, yeah, as bad as we five. are, as bad as we are, but Madrid and Juve are in worse positions than us this year. So Pogba might look that, at it and yeah. he might think, "I'll take three hundred k a week here." There's clear signs of progression at United. You can you can. Can say what you want. We are progressing in, in the right direction for me. All mm. right, it might be at snail's pace, but we are going in the right direction. And he might just feel like I do think he has he has got uh, a feeling for the club, Pogba. He's an academy lad. 
He's come back. I do think he does like it at Manchester. He's a popular guy in the dressing room. Ole gives him get out of jail free card. You know, he, he gives him better man- management than other managers. Mm. So, I mean, it's not beyond the beyond the realms of you know. He could stay. I think Pogba could stay, but it's interesting. Van der Beek, man, new title he stays. Yeah, we need trophies. The only, I think, the only team who could possibly pose a threat to him leaving at the moment is probably PSG with Poch. I think, I think they kind of need a player like him. So I, I feel like if so PSG in the middle, him, yeah. Whoever, because they've got bums in the midfield at the moment. PSG, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like that would probably be his best bet, and he'll get league titles over there as he did when he was at Juve. Like it's just certain that they win the league every year and they win whatever cups, and then in the Champions League, they do better than us. So I feel like, and PSG have the money all the time. Well, so. I hope they sign Deli Ali then, innit? I hope they get Deli Ali. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To, yeah, to but I think confuse them, it? It's 50-50 for me now that because a lot of the talk I'm seeing now is it used to be when Pogba goes like in December, November it was when Pogba goes and now it's like I'm seeing reliable journalists say if Pogba goes. So I I feel like it's it's 50-50. He's playing better. Obviously, it's almost like the talk of him leaving sort of took some stress off his back and he's playing with a bit more freedom, and it looks like yeah. he's enjoying his ball again. He definitely looks like he's enjoying it, and I think he, he wins the league title with us, so I think he stays. But just to just talk about another player who was talking about different positions, another man who played a lot of positions for us up front, number 10 in his later career, dropped into midfield was uh, a certain Wayne Rooney who called an end to his career uh, and he took the reins full-time with Derby County. We had an episode, you can check it on Spotify and YouTube, um, where we did a full Rooney appreciation uh, with a one and certain rants and bands you can check out. But right now, we just wanted to show some love to Wayne Rooney. I'm going to ask you all individually, just to give your sort of best sort of mo- Wayne Rooney moment in the United shirt. Start with, with you, Russell. Oh, I've got a few, man. I'm gonna give a few special mentions, but I'm the the city volley, the Newcastle volleys. But my favourite has to be because obviously you you lot know me, so when I say this, you'll say oh, it makes sense. The drop ball where he just gone in two flying tackles for me. That has to be my favourite moment ever because, bro, I I don't know why he the ball Rooney was. So yeah, he was, he was on. He was a menace, fam. He was an absolute menace. When I watched it at the time, I loved it, and I watched it. But even now, I watch it back. Like, what was this guy actually on? Like, that for me is one of my favorite moments. That like, I can talk about the Newcastle volleys. I can talk about the volley versus City. I can yeah. talk about the balls that balls that he played over to RVP. I can talk about his halfway line finishes. But that moment there. <laughs> uh, he's a mad, yeah, that, that's really, you know, he's a mad you, isn't it? That's your like, life. That is what comes to mind. Oh, that drop ball situation. That's the first thing I think. So that's just me anyway. And I think for me and the person that I have, it makes sense why I would say, yeah, that that for me is my favourite moment. Most wouldn't say it, but I'll go with that. No, I know. I think it just showed that he's, He's not. He's not sent like upstairs. He's probably not all there correct. Isn't it? Like, he's, he's not. All, it's not everything is wide tight in it. Like he's not all correct. And I think you need that. I mean, think to, to be the type of player Wayne Rooney was, you need to not be stable upstairs. You need a bit of. You need yeah. a bit of imbalance. What about you, yeah. Aka? What, what's your sort of stand-up moment? 
he's got so many, like Rodney mentioned. The one I, I enjoyed was the penalty at Ewood Park to get the 19th title. Stay mm. uh, with you like forever. Like that's the day we overtook Liverpool, and I'll I'll wait for that day for years and years. And he had a bit of a tough season that year because I think he wanted to leave early on in the season. Mm. But came through second half of the season, fair play to him. And the thing with Rooney was, no matter what was going on on off the pitch, he always brought his A game. On, like that. Rodney said that you know when he went for that 50-50 drop ball, he always brought that passion and that pride for the shirt. And he hated Liverpool, and I hate Liverpool as well. So no, that he was the really one meant, he really. That's the thing. I remember was it oh five oh six? We were wearing the black shirt from the, the, the front. And he scored a screamer from outside the box. And it's just like, that, that, he's a proper Man United player. What about you, Stevie? What about you? What's your favourite Wayne Rooney? Um, yeah, I have a few still. Obviously, you got the Volley versus City. But, um, yeah, I think his debut, yeah, Fenerbahce, I remember I was away on a school trip and I just watched this guy. Um, and I just thought, right, this guy, because before we bought him, I was like, Who's this English guy that we're buying from Everton? Like, is he? He just had the crazy Euros. Remember, he had the mad Euros. Yeah, but I just I didn't think he was levels. And then when I saw him in that game, I was like, right, okay, Fergie knows, Fergie knows what he's doing. But um, I think for me, when Ronaldo left, yeah, and I thought, uh, who's gonna who's gonna carry this team? And mm. he just had one of the most outstanding seasons. And mm. I think it was against AC Milan where he bagged, it might have been two headers. Yeah. Three, two. I just thought, right, this guy has literally brought us um, out from the dumps. We we don't really have a star man in Ronaldo as we did, but this guy's literally carrying our team. And he did the same even when we uh, we got packed by Barca again when he scored the equaliser before yeah, half time. Really, I was yeah. mad that day. And, and me foolishly thinking we were back in the game, obviously we weren't. But. <laughs> It just showed that team. That was the most depressing moment, depressing uh, I've watched as a United fan. Because you know when you're a United fan, you get gassed. You think, ah, we can match them. We can match them. Um, and that was literally the only probably about ten seconds of fun I had in that game. <laughs> you got to hold your yeah. hand up until you're playing greatness, isn't it? You just got to yeah, say, you're, yeah, you're, playing, um, you're playing this team, which is on on a stratospheric level. You got Leo Messi in his prime. You got a man like David Villa who's curling from anywhere. You've got pep anywhere. That team was yeah, man. Rooney, yeah. Big moments. The guy always turned up. Always mm. turned up for us, man. Big game player. Big game player. Proper Man United player. Always giving everything. He will give it to the ref. He'll give it to the opposing fans. Top top player. You don't you don't you don't get Rain Rooney's often, and that's that was twenty seven million pounds well spent back in two thousand and four. So. Yeah, happy re- retirement, Wayne Rooney, man. And uh, we hope to see another one like you. Obviously, we, you got your son at the academy, Kai Rooney, signed a contract. So let's see. His son's going to be a dead baller, man. That never <laughs> <laughs> It never works, man. It never, it never works, works ever. That's the last of his kids in the Real Madrid C team, fam. Lad, I don't know any footballers. Maldini. Yeah, that yeah, Maldini obviously, but they brought their son through that. Like, you always hear about oh, this guy's son and son, but this they're rubbish, bro. Let's be honest, they're all rubbish, <laughs> rubbish, rubbish, rubbish. The rubbish. only one I believe in, yeah, might be Ronaldo Junior because he's been packing them in, and his dad doesn't let him eat or play like every. <laughs> day. He he might actually become a. Christian. You know, it's been decent. Casper um, Schmeichel. 
He's made a good career for himself. Yeah, but goalkeeper, like, you, you get less credit for that. He's good, though. He's good, though. He's been good, though. He's been. He's won a Premier League. No, but really, if I'm a keeper and I train a keeper for 20 years, it's easier to get into, like, the There's an element with him. They thought he's just Michael's son. So we're going to pick him. And he's a goalkeeper, but he's actually a good goalkeeper. Like, he made a great save against us this year. He's got a great catalogue of saves. He's been at Leicester. He's made an X amount of X amount of appearances for them, and he's won the league. So he's done really well to be say he's a son. Let me let me be real, bro. When we used to play like Wembley or um, Twenty One, I used to go and go, and I used to be good. So I can't really rate any keepers. Bro. Oh, awesome, I can't rate any keepers, bro. You might not disgusting. Professional keeper just going to be good in goal. keeping to Wembley doubles. You know, you might not be disgusting. I used to go and go and pull off the maddest saves. Nah, what You might not awful. Nah, goalkeeping is sixty percent enthusiasm yeah. though, and forty percent hype. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh my god, it's stop you it, man, stop it. Yeah. For me, I can't, I can't really rate the keeper thing. I was never in the playground thinking, yeah, I want to be a keeper. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know anybody that was running on the pitch saying names like Van der Sar. Like, yeah, like, that, like, nobody wanted to be a goalkeeper. Nobody wanted to go and go like. There must be a shortage in goalkeepers, seriously, coming through in academies yeah. and stuff. Because let's be honest, nobody is going to train their son to be a goalkeeper. But that might be that might be the move, though. It's more popular yeah. now, though. It's more popular now. I think with characters yeah. like De Gea, Alisson, like Alisson, like I think people want to be like, yeah, but you're right, man. Who am I kidding? You're right, Alisson man. No one wants to be a goalkeeper. Like, I swear, I Edison think... was a DM. Edison yeah, only became I, I a keeper at like fifteen or something. Oh, it depends real. on your height, though. You're right. It depends on your height. Like yeah. some kids have like this growth spurt, and then they're like six six, gangly as fuck, and then they think I'll be a keeper. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll be like I'm gonna play b-ball, but yeah, that's no, yeah. true. It's this weird. This is weird one where you're probably like six three, so you'll you'll be short in b-ball, but you're you're a good height for keeper. Yeah, keeper. Right, cool. Let me just stick the football on it. Yeah. Definitely. I think people now, like fathers and that, want to just get their get their sons that contract, so they think like they see their sons. Any position. Yeah, I think they see their son's first touch and think, nah, this guy's not making it. Let me go goalkeeper. I, 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 need, I, need, the, I, need, the, I need the millions anyhow. Yeah? Go, bro, yeah? Any position, fam. Project yeah, Michael. Position. Yeah, Project Michael. Michael. Yeah, Project whatever, Project bro. Michael, Give me them millions. Bro. Get me them millions. <laughs> nah, oh, nah, I'm joking, I'm joking. If there's anyone out there watching and obviously their son's a goalkeeper or they're a goalkeeper, I'm joking. Subscribe. They're going to be yeah. at you. Make sure they're at you personally, yeah, fam. These are the opinions yeah, of Rodney yeah. only, fam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, obviously, my at is my, my middle name, at Stevie and an idiot. So, yeah, at me. At me if you think I, I'm wrong or not. <laughs> uh, just to round up, we've got some uh, listeners' uh, questions. I'm going to go into them now. Um, the first one I'm going to ask is um, over to the floor. Thoughts on Greenwood lately? Form hasn't been great. Hasn't even touched fits for too long either. Don't you think we should be seeing him consistently at number nine so he can get the experience there? So over no, to the right. floor, yeah. what do people think? He's 19. Like, he should be yeah. in and man. Like, give this guy a break. Like, he's gonna have. Don't encourage him. The last time he was in Iceland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. 
he's just going to have periods where he's not firing as, as much as he was. And obviously, this season's going to be harder as well because defenders know a bit more about you. They're a bit more used to your strengths. And I think defenders, like, they're a bit more fearful of United as well. So we're not getting as many chances on the break or on the counter as I think we were um, last season. I think teams are affording us more respect. So, yeah, he's going to adjust. He's going to build physically. And he's not a right winger. So... I think we just got to have patience. We're also lucky in the fact that we're top of the league, so like, mm. we don't need to play him. We we don't need to play him. Yeah, I think I think what what his first season has sort of deluded fans into expecting a nineteen year old to be able to to build on that like that. I think you got to be happy with the progression you show in the first season. Then you got to understand that young players show a level of inconsistency that he's showing. He's been great. He's got personal things going on in his life. He's had the media on to him. And this is mm. just generally what happens to young players who burst onto the scene in their second season. I think looking at Greenwood and treating him like a full-fledged professional vet in the league, I think, I think that's unfair. I think you've got to treat him for what he's a 19-year-old young player. A lot, of, a lot of weight on his shoulders at the moment. Just be easy, man. He'll come good. He isn't a right winger. There's... Right now, there's no path for him as the number nine because we're still going with Martial. Give him two or three seasons, he's still he's still a young player. I don't even think we should be questioning. I don't think we should be questioning him right now, man. Honestly, just uh, take take time, take time. Is, yeah, that, is that the message? Yeah, definitely. That's yeah, take time, man. Just cool off, man, because there's other players that you can that you should really be speaking about. <clears> yeah, and whoever asked that, the listener that asked that question, the level of respect I'm showing you. When really I wanted to say something else. So nah, nah, we're, we're trying to build a fan base <laughs> here, no, not not diminish it, Rodney. Rodney, if you look to Rodney, we have minus five fans, fam. This guy is not. That's what I'm saying. I showed him a level of respect answering the question just to show that I'm changing. So. <laughs> We got we got one which says, "Did we show too much respect to Liverpool at Anfield?" I think Aka kind of touched on that. So yeah. we won't we won't go into that. Uh, I've got a question here. Given we are practically halfway through the season, what's Oli's scorecard out of ten? Starting with you, Stevie. Out of ten, what are you giving Oli so far? Number and why? And you guys be thinking eight. as well. I'll give eight. him an eight. Okay. Yeah, I'll give him an eight because um I think um year on year we've improved by what? It's, I think it's like 10 points and really and truly the only real addition to the squad since then has been um, or the first 11 since then has been Bruno so maybe I need to give the 8 to Bruno um, but obviously we've had periods of inconsistency at the start which some may say is down to our lack of pre-season so I can't give him a 10 but I think he's done well like we're not calling for him to get sacked anymore so yeah man well, speak for yourself. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, Rodney, okay, you're coming in. You're coming yeah. available if you if you got sacked. What's that? Put again. He's even available if he got sacked. Poch is gone now, so. Mm, yeah. Um, Rodney, what number are you giving him? I'm gonna give him. He's top of the league. He's unbeaten away from home, but the coaching is shit, and it's there's other things that are shit. Um, I'll give him a steady six. I'll give him a steady six. That's harsh, man. That's harsh. Nah. Wait, Bro, we're whilst, top of the league, man. And whilst we're top... Whilst we're top <laughs> Come on, of the man. Agenda. Yeah, Agenda. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Come uh, on, uh, Rodney. Yeah. Wait, six. Listen, whilst, whilst we're undefeated 12. 
Yeah, whilst we're top of the league and whilst we're undefeated, it is a peculiar season. So that it's like it's like when um it's like if I go and play football with two year olds now. That's how it is at the moment because everyone's so bad. So whilst we are top of the league at the moment, I think we need to put that into a little bit of context. And the fact the football isn't great, it's so it's it's just not like it's so easy for the project. For the wheels to fall off because there's so much it's just so much is just vibes mm. so I, I feel I feel so, like I can't... Rodney start of the season what was your where, where did you think United would finish start of the season I thought third and I still think third I still think I think City will win the league and I think Paul will come in second I don't think we haven't got enough to sustain to sustain that I don't I just don't I just, I just right now he's overachieving in your mind but he's still six you didn't yeah, yeah. come again well, that's, that's what I said again. We just who did we buy this summer? It was just Tellers and um, Van Der Beek, Cavani. Yeah, we bought yeah. Jeff. So he, we he bought squad Jeff. players. Yeah, he bought squad players. So the squad, the squad is really good. Like he can rotate his pivot and stuff. So, but I just, I, I just feel like we're getting a little bit carried away. Whilst we're top of the league, like the season that the season that most teams are having with COVID and stuff, I just feel like. Oh, I can't really give him an eight, man. Football's not good enough to give him an eight because mm-hmm. I, I, would, I wouldn't even give. There, there's a very few managers I would give nine or ten, even if they win the league. So I, to, I feel like giving him an eight is, is just that's that's just you cool know in what? the moment. You, you, yeah, you've changed me. I feel like that was reactionary. I'm going down to seven. That's me, bro. Wow, wow, Rodney is covering people's brains. Wow. No, no, no. Like guys, let, let's let's beat like we okay. are top of the league. We are top of the league, and we are beaten away from home. But there is so much, there is so much still to work on, and it's it's so mm-hmm. fragile at the moment. Like picture this now: Bruno or Rashford gets injured. Where do you where do you go from there? Where do you see what do you see the team doing? Like it's it's riding so much on thin ice at the moment, and I just feel like I just I just feel like there's not enough for me to say. Yeah, Oli needs to get an eight. Or, mm. or even a seven. I feel like six, six is being really, really fair. I think because I think we're well, we going to be really, really harsh. No, no, no. I think I think it's fair. I think I think it's, it's fair. fair to be honest with you. what are you saying? Because obviously, to be fair, we've not had any big injuries. Fortunately, where we had a full strength team that went to Liverpool, knowing their defensive frailties, and we couldn't score. So, what are you giving Oli? 18 games into the season. What's your score out of 10 for Oli Ugo de Solskjaer? It's, it's somewhere between 7 and 8. I think 8 is being too nice to him. 6 is 6. Calling 6 fair is ridiculous. I'm sorry. <laughs> 6 is not fair. <laughs> 6 is harsh. <laughs> nah, 6, six, is, fair. six, six is, harsh, is harsh, man. Listen, I'd say 7.5 or 7. He, he has done well, though. Like It was a weird season because there was no pre-season. And we suffered in the first 6 games. And you could see the players were tired. Quick turnaround. No pre-season. Seven points from six games. All right. At that point, he was struggling. At that point, he was a dead man walking. The next 12 games, we've won nine and drawn three. We're top of the table. We're scoring more goals than the last few years. We're getting more wins in the last few years. Like I, I hear what you're saying. It's fragile and it's, it's heavily reliant on individuality and magic. But he's getting a tune out of these players. And his man management is great. So just, yeah. a, just for his man management alone, he has to get a seven for me. Like, he's such a good man manager. He just goes under the radar because he's so coolest tactically in, in terms of coaching. But he's a great man manager. If you look at the way he's handled the Pogba thing. Exemplary. Big man thing. Listen, listen. Big man thing. I think we could grab Mario and put him as manager and he'll have great man management as well, bro. I'm being serious. No, like, no, no. Like, <laughs> like, like, yeah. like, 
Yeah, yeah. No, he's everyone's friend. And, 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 and it's, it's, it's just about being personable, isn't it? It's just about being personable. And yeah. I always find it weird when managers can't, like, how are you so cold that you can't just banter with 25 people? Just learn their names, learn their partner's yeah. names, be friendly, and you're personable. Yeah. That's all you need to do. Yeah, nah, magic, the bro. thing with Ole is, though, the thing with Ole is, credit to him, he wants the best for the club. So you see, like, when men like Pogba start moving a bit mad, he knows Pogba's an asset to the club. So he does the best for the club. He probably swallows his own pride and says to Pogba, turns a blind eye to it. Whereas man like Mourinho would come and they don't care about United. You know, this is what I don't like about Mourinho lovers because I was his biggest fan, but he doesn't care about United. And you can see he's, that he's, in his interviews. He cares about his brand, doesn't he? It's yeah, so about the he, he didn't care. So he's like, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be Pogba. I don't care about United. I'll get my payout. Oli's not about the payout. He's not about beefing, man. He's about getting the best for United and United only. And that's what I like about him. And that, that affects his man management. And in result, in return, you get really good man management because he's putting the club first and then the players. Yeah, this is, what about the other side? Like You've mentioned man management and you've mentioned he loves the club. But there's other sides to the club. Like, I've, 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 said, I've said, look, coaching-wise, yeah. yeah. tactically, like, he's a bit naive. He's not the greatest. That. But he's not a six this year. He's top of the table, man. Come on. Come he's on. overachieving, Rodney. Like, you, know what, yeah. you thought he would be third. Tactically, might be a six. Yeah, but listen, that's what I said. A, mu- a no, month no. ago, a month ago, he was a dead man walking. Like this, is what I'm saying. We're, like, 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 the, like another great is, trait. Another great trait. He's got listen, grit. He's been on the verge of a sack three times, and he's come on, through. He's got hang grit. On, hang on, hang on, hang on. Because <laughs> the manager is is his form, like points wise, is patchy, similar to some of the players who get criticised week on week out on this on this pod. You've got to be able to. Like, we can't have purple patches where we win ten games and then we like lose five or six. Because if I ask you, man, now to bet like bet money on whether he's going to be able to continue this sort of form into the back end of the season, it's fifty-fifty. Like, is I, it I, though? Is it though? Is it like yeah, if, you look at, if you look at you know if yeah, you look at since is. February first, since Bruno's come, it's about thirty-three league games. We've only yeah. lost three, Rodney, and we've yeah. we've got we've got four or five more points than anyone else. In the league, yeah. well, I hear what yeah. you're saying. It does feel like it's patchy, and it does feel like one yeah. step forward, two steps back. But he yeah, has exactly. shown a great degree of consistency in the last 12 months in the league, and that's yeah, fact. Yeah. And the yeah, table I'll, doesn't I'll lie; we're that. top of the table. Yeah, I'll concede he's he's, he's had a, he's had a good year points wise. Yeah, I didn't I didn't really factor that in actually. He's had a good year points wise, but nah, I can't I can't I can't just give him an A or. A, if Ollie was a goalkeeper, like let's say it was Schmeichel managing the team, I reckon he might have given a two or a three or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad he's in the striker. You know, you know what's mad is that a month ago, the London was saying get him out and yeah, like, a month we, later. Like, yeah. Now. But how can a month later you say the seven out of ten? He's done the he's madness. How, he's how done nine wins and three draws. He's not lost a game in two months, three yeah. months. This man, he's, yeah. he's a mad guy. It's pure vibes, no tactics. Go out and enjoy yourself, boys. That's his yeah. tactic. But somehow, that has elevated us to the top of the league. I don't know. But I can't give a man that's top of the league when I thought at the start of the season we wouldn't even make top four. 
I can't give him more. I can't give him less than a seven. I can't. What is he's a seven out of ten? You, you can't deny Easy. that. For for it, it doesn't make sense to me. The league table it doesn't make sense. But I'm gonna run it as long as it's gonna stay. And it looks like City if they win their game in hand they go top. So um, we might as well just enjoy it while it's here. Ah, so here this one. When when I'm gonna say when because I, I like I think City are strong. When City win their game in hand and we're not top of the league because I've heard everyone say top of the league, top of the league. Mm-hmm. If we don't go top of the league and we do a pod, what are you then going to say to me? Because you don't have the top of the league shout. Yeah, there's one point off though. It's one point off. And look at the look at the transfer windows that they had. So they went out and bought a 65 million, and he's a yeah, world class yeah, yeah, defender. Like, yeah, yeah. That guy's a world class defender, and we yeah, got yeah, three, yeah. four That's squad fine. players. But but what I'm saying is, some of you or all of you have said, yeah, we're top of the league. It's when when City win their game in hand, or we like. Or we lose a couple and we're not top of the league, then then what is it? Are we saying that it's because we're in and around the top three? We shouldn't we shouldn't even be in this conversation. Generally, I thought we'll be like see, obviously City and Liverpool haven't run off of it. Obviously have not been at their top. So I, I'm not naive. Yeah. Obviously City what's happened, City and Liverpool have stepped down a notch or two and we've yeah. gone up a notch and that's where we are. We're now in this area where we're in and around them. We're normally Have we gone not, up have we gone up a notch? Because I, I read, I I read somewhere we have Rodney though. Because Rodney, all right, Rodney on similar points last season though. No, we're no, not. We're I twelve up. We're twelve points up from last year. I think. We're, oh, is it twelve now? No, Some no, it's not twelve. Yeah. It's the long. We had. We had. Uh, it is twelve. We had um, twenty-five this time last year. No, no we definitely stepped up. We definitely we stepped up and then dropped down. Rodney, Rodney, let me ask you: How many points do you think United are going to get this year? I don't know, man. Really, I'm saying really 75 plus. For me, it's going to be 75 plus. Which is, which is competitive. And that's that, that's progress because in the last two, three years, it's been 65, 66. So you can't tell me he's not improving the team and he's not getting more points on the board. He is. It's a fact. Yeah, he, he is. But guys, we like most of your reasons have been he's top of the league, but... No, no, for me... That, right, no, it's, not, it's not even that for me. For me, it was... Okay. Last year was, was his first full season. His remit was get us back in top four. He did that. Mm. He came third. He got us top four. Okay. This year for me, it was close the gap to the top two and make us an established top four club. Looks like all purposes we're going to be doing that. We're going to be closing what the gap to the top okay. two, yeah. and we're going to be top four next year. My my aim was to go into a title race and go so, for him for the yeah, title. Yeah. So what about so he's, what about he's doing his job? We've not heard anyone mention the fact we got bounced out of the Champions League in the group stage. Come on, guys, man, please. Uh, the Champions League was poor. No, don't, don't get me wrong. I, the, the thing is with, with Oli, I think with the big games, especially in the top six games, but at the elite level game, I think he can show his inability to compete. I.e., we went to PSG away. Somehow, he got us to win. Some, I don't know what happened, but at home, to control the game, Fred was in a yellow card, and Fred was just rushing into every tackle. Man... You talk about man management, tactical management. Take the hothead at the game. He keeps him on yeah. red card. We know what happens. Leipzig, we start three five two. We're down how many goals in the first few minutes? So there are at the elite level, the European level. I think Oli will get found out. But for what he's doing now with what he's had, come on, man, he's top of the. So, uh, so, so are we saying that you guys are giving him a seven and an eight because you don't expect much from him? 70. He's, 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 he's doing his job. 
No, for me, it's seven because he's doing his job. He's overachieving. Okay. Yeah, I'll give him a seven because of the points improvement on last year is significant. Plus, I feel like he was handicapped in the transfer market because we know exactly what we needed and he got basically none of that. So I think given the players we bought and his position in August, where I thought uh, we might finish like sixth compared to what the other teams have done, um, I think to get us in and around the top of the table is an achievement. So, yeah, there's been mistakes and there's been um, there's been bad performances. So, seven revised down from the eight. Yeah, I just think my, pro- my problem is, like, a month ago we could have given him a four and a month before that we could have given him a zero. So, it's just... It's very, it's very, it's, it's very up and down. But all right, if we give him a seven, let's, hopefully, hopefully he stays where he is, and hopefully we win the league. Like I'm not gonna wish anything bad on him so that I can be proven right. Hopefully mm. everything you men are saying stays the way it is. But if it doesn't, when we come back on here in a month or so, man, I say four out of ten. I'm gonna say this is why I gave him a steady six. Mm. I hear that. I hear that. But what what will be key if we are to challenge for the league? is uh, I think Paul Pogba and that's a couple of people have sort of alluded to that in their question I'm going to algorithm the questions now do you think yeah, what, if we are to win the league what will be key do you think it's Pogba do you think it's Bruno do you think it's Rashford what, what, what's key if we are going to somehow win this league um, Pogba by, by playing a lot more games we're going to because the thing is like we're playing teams like Burnley Fulham that we're going to play if by plays if you watch the game like we're comfortable at the back because of the change of pace he's got so we're not as vulnerable. And then it allows Pogba to sit in the pivot and go a bit further upfield and drive the team forward. And as you saw against Burnley and hopefully against Fulham in a couple of days, it's going to get us the three points when we, where we last year we probably would have got one point. So for yeah. me, if we want to win the title or go in the title race, Bailly and Pogba have to have a big six months for me. Yeah, I agree with that completely. I also think um, Martial needs to turn up as well. Um a lot of our goals have come from Rashford and um, what's his face, Bruno, and mm. and we can't rely on them to be fit the entire season. Like Rashford always tends to have either a dip or an injury, um, and Bruno, like if we're gonna play him continuously, he's gonna run out of steam. So, like Martial, he hasn't been firing um, this season. He needs to come good and score some important goals if he's not gonna score many. Rodney, do you agree? Marshall, step up, Pogba and Bailey, permanent fixtures in the team for us to be in with any chance? Yeah, I think I think Stevie makes a great point. Martial, he needs we need another we need another um, goal source because the problem is whilst it hasn't been an issue now to go another eighteen games or so, or whatever, relying on um, Bruno and Rashford is going to be a huge ask. So whilst it's not an issue now, I think deeper into the season is it sustainable so Martial definitely needs to come with some goals maybe Greenwood a few more maybe Greenwood needs to get a few starts before he can get goals so I'll go Pogba a few more goals also Oli's in-game management needs to be a bit better needs to be a bit better and then I think I think if we're going to win the league it will be that it'll be down to that in-game management and also um, more goals yeah. more goals he's improved it a bit this season though his in-game management yeah. I mean, has he? I'm not gonna argue because I've been like, if, you, if you're gonna say he has, he has. But I'm gonna. Just, I feel like you know what I, you know what I feel like. Friday night, he writes down the subs. Come Saturday or Sunday, yeah. that's what's happening. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, get me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Do you know what gave that away? It was um, when Martial came up in the 60s minute. I just knew right. this guy had, yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy had it planned right. like four days yeah. before. Yeah, yeah, minute, yeah, yeah. Martial off. Yeah, regardless yeah, like, of the in-play, he does yeah. he's so rich. Could you tell? Yeah. The clock yeah, turned to yeah. 60 and he went and get off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's actually what it is. Him and his team sat down and said, when the man don't play FIFA and that, and it's no-no, on the 60th minute, they normally make a sub. So, who is our sub going to be now? You know what? Marshall's not really been good. It's going to be Marshall for Cavani. There's not even, they're not watching the game. They don't care about nothing. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's going to be their sub. And time and time again, I don't... I, like, there's been a few occasions where he's made subs and it's, it's been impactful. But more often than not, I feel like his subs are set in, set in stone and that's what's going to happen. And I don't feel like he... I feel like he's very... He's not even reactive because he doesn't react to what's happening in the game. He's not proactive. I feel like he's going to have to improve in that area if, if he wants to... Because we've got another 18 games to go. We've got Europa League coming in. Mm. He's got, yeah, I feel like he's going to have to really, really work on the in-game because... We're going to have players that are going to be even more tired because we've got the Europa League and uh, whilst our squad is deep enough, we still need a few players on the pitch for us to look competitive. We still need mm. Bruno, Rashford, Pogba, Bailly, um, Lindelof, Maguire even. We still need these players to play in most of the games. So I feel like he's going to have to going to have to be a bit more than what he's been at the moment. If come at the end of the season, we're going to be looking at putting trophies in the cabinet. That's it. That's true. It's true. He needs to take a, a few more risks. So, just to finish off, we have a load of questions. Sorry, guys, we couldn't get through to all your questions. We'll be here for more than two hours, and we know your attention spans aren't that good. Let's just get predictions for Fulham. We spoke about the teams we wanted, uh, but what predictions? Uh, Aka, what, what scoreline are you going for Wednesday? I think it'll be very similar to the Burnley game. They're going to still have to frustrate. We're going to have a lot of the ball. Um, a one or two, I'll say 2 0. I think we'll get a 2 0. We're, we're looking better defensively as well. Last six, seven games. 2 0. Who's scoring? I think Pogba might step up again. I've got a feeling Pogba will step up again. I think Martial's due as well. I think, Martial, I think the French boys will get us the result. Yes. It's the key to France. Okay. Rodney, what about you? Um, I'm going to go 1 0. And I'm going to go with. A Martial goal. Jeez, Frenchman to step up as well. Stevie, you, you back in Martial to come good? Yeah, no. Nah, literally, I was gonna go one, one, two nil. Um, Martial, one of the goals. I think he's he's like he's cute enough to get a goal against against Fulham, and I can see us. <laughs> I mean, in his play, man. No. Brother, how many how many words could you have used to describe his play? <laughs> Just, if you want to say, if you want to say the man, leave that to the group chat. Isn't it? You can't have the listeners. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think I can see us getting a second when they're trying to chase it in the last few minutes. Um, so I'll probably go Marshall, maybe Greenwood to get on the score sheet as well. So we're going, we're going from the way win. We're going for biz- back to normal business when it comes to our waveform. But, um, yeah, that's been another episode of Mook. Thank you, Rodney. Thank you, Aka. Thank you, Stevie, for tuning in. Obviously, difficult, disappointing draw at Anfield, but let's get back to winning ways uh, tomorrow at Craven Cottage. All right, people, take care. Thanks for tuning in. Peace. Peace. Peace, peace. Rashford, he's in here. He scores! 
Marcus Rashford takes yet another step up the ladder. And it's a lad from Manchester who scored. One Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violet, my squad might bang you. Only chance in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violet, my squad might bang you. Only chance in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Sports Social Podcast Network.